welcome to Auto Time. In today's episode, we will be discussing the listing of the Indian startups in the Indian stock market. But however, the cautious valuation is unlikely because merchant bankers bat for the companies that pay their fees. Despite the economy being in a slump, 2021 has been one of the best years for the stock markets and for the IPOs, from which close to Rs 1.2 lakh crore has been mopped up. While most stocks have done well post-listing, some startups like PTM have been huge flops. This has prompted SEBI chief Ajay Tyagi to nudge merchant bankers to review their due diligence standards. He wants them to better explain the basis of the pricing of the issue, especially for the new age companies, many of which are actually loss-making, like PTM, like Policy Bazaar, or like Zomato. That is a tall ask given that, in many cases, there is simply no rationale for the valuations. Financial experts have valued these businesses way below the valuations that they have earned via the IPOs. Merchant bankers, as one has seen over the last three decades, will work to fetch the companies who pay their fees the best possible valuation. And the investors' interests are not their top priority. If retail investors are getting carried away by the hype, they have only themselves to blame. Even so, it is necessary to encourage the startups to list on the Indian bourses. To this end, SEBI is taking cognizance of the changing corporate ownership structures, by which the traditional family-owned constructs are giving way to frameworks where there are several owners or partners, but no distinct owner. For instance, the regulator suggests a limit be imposed on the number of shares that can be put on sale by existing shareholders, those who own more than 20% of the pre-issue capital by way of an OFS, which stands for Offer for Sale. It wants only 50% of the pre-issue shareholding to be divested via an OFS in an IPO and the remaining shares to be subjected to a lock-in period of 6 months from the date of allotment. These rules would relate specifically to IPOs of companies where there are no identifiable promoters. The idea seems to be to try and prevent large chunks of equity from being offloaded in one go so that the price discovery is not hurt. While promoters could skirt the rule by capping their holdings at 19.5%, it will limit the supply of promoter shares coming into the market. Ultimately though, such factors matter less than the intrinsic strength of the business and the quality of the management. The businesses can't be considered weak simply because several promoters want to pair their stakes. Conversely, even if promoters hold on to their stakes, it is no guarantee that the business is in great shape. If the promoters and management are committed, they will not let down the minority stakeholders, no matter what their ownership levels. In India, however, both have a checkered history. SEBI also wants to lengthen the lock-in period for anchor investors or alternatively reserve a bigger share of the anchor book for those who agree to a longer lock-in period. If investors are promised a bigger allocation, they might not object to holding the shares for a longer period. As we have seen, prices of several stocks have fallen sharply post the expiry of lock-in period. So lengthening the lock-in period from current 30 days would no doubt help. But again, such measures can't help if the IPO has been massively overpriced as in the case of Paytm and not in keeping with the strength and potential of the business. Which is why it does not also make too much of a difference if companies are allowed to earmark a larger share of the IPO proceeds, 35% for general corporate purposes, m and and strategic investments. Companies will spend as they wish. 
If they spot a good buy or a merger opportunity, they will cash in on it. It would be hard to pin them down on specifics and there is no need to do that. Managements must be trusted with these decisions. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Auto Time is available on a bunch of streaming platforms like Spotify, Prime Music and Google Podcasts. So make sure to follow me on your favorite podcasting platform. Catch you in the next one.